Hi, welcome to Interviews Podcast. I am passionate about business. I used to run businesses for others before launching my own. And I have always asked myself one key question. What is the secret recipe to properly structure and successfully run a business? So I am on a quest to find out through insightful conversations with entrepreneurs all around the world. Follow me on my journey to crack the entrepreneurship code. Interviews is sponsored by Bertoli Digital, a Wix website agency built for startups, individuals and SMEs. Bertoli Digital is also Finland's first certified Wix expert and Wix partner agency. 1% of all the agency's project revenue go to Global Footprint Network to help change how the world manages its natural resources and respond to climate change. If you want to know more, www.bertolidigital.com or contact at bertolidigital.com. This is Interviews. Today I am with Berta Lazaro, co-founder and Barcelona director at Team Labs based in Spain. Hello, Berta. Thank you very much for joining me today. How are you? Thank you very much for inviting me. Great. I'm very happy to talk to you today because we are going to talk about education and especially education for entrepreneurs. But before we get into that, can you tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurship journey and uh, Team Labs? My entrepreneurship journey is just my journey. Like I will not tell you like it's my as an entrepreneurship journey. Uh, I'm an architect as a background. I'm um, I'm, uh, I'm Basque. I'm from the Basque country in in Spain. Uh, I live in Barcelona right now, and and I'm, I had a really amazing, happy childhood. I'm I'm lucky uh, that way, mm. uh, and I have a family that I like. So that's also um, I think I'm, it's very. It's been super helpful mm. in my entrepreneurship journey. And uh, well, I, I studied architecture. Um, so I, I learned and, and trained how to look around and, you know, and observe. Um, and, and I'm a designer at Seoul, um, meaning that I like to create things. Uh, mm. And I like to look around and, and look at what can I contribute to. Um, I did, after architecture, I did um, landscape. And so I like, I, I jumped into the green, you know, and the, and, the, and the public space and the, the public spaces and such. So I, and, and then I jumped into the cities and I studied urban design at Berkeley um, in San Francisco. And, and then from that perspective of the, Berkeley vibe, you no, know, of the free speech movement and all these like uh, citizen movements on community engagement and such. I jumped into the collaborative design. So basically, like I I was doing um, city design uh, with um, citizens, no. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's when I like started the sparkle on like really working and designing with people was a little bit also like like learning with them you no know? we were learning together and and then i was thinking uh, i was thinking looking a lot uh, participation was was not that much on 
um, training the, the people so that they can do their job, but it was like really about learning together and about like, and that learning, well, that, that, that learning was a little bit like, I jumped into education in a way, or interested in alternative education and what it was and such. So, so then like it was, it's been always a, a journey of people. And then, so I was exploring that uh, education field, um, like jumping through discipline to discipline. And, and then I, I met people and I met my partners, um, business partners and, and then we fell in love, and we fell in love with the, with with the idea of of creating um, a hybrid space, no, a different type of space of learning. And so then we created Team Labs, uh, which was like designing uh, those hybrid ecosystems for learning, uh, in which like um, universities, um, companies, and the citizenship. Uh, could jump in and and learn, no? and and that philosophy of learning was like my background. Was, I mean, my my justification was like I come from an education of project learning, uh, project based learning. So it was like everything that we learned, we learned by the projects that we created, but everything that we did, uh, we we provoke the University of Mondragon. Um, that it's based in the Basque Country that already had. Um, a university degree um, that had a Finnish methodology um, that work on the term teampreneurship. Um, so mm. we're doing entrepreneurship in teams and learning from those processes. So we provoke that university uh, to partner with us so that we create uh, those spaces outside the university. Uh, and so we've been designing with them uh, and co-creating the program, the university program with them. So, and, and in the meantime, also like thinking of those, those ecosystems and those communities and those spaces that we need to create to learn how to create new solutions in teams. Um, the program is, um, it's located in the faculty the, of business. So, and it's called LANE, Leadership, Entrepreneurship and Innovation. So then that's where the, so the leadership, uh, so we have this hashtag of entrepreneurship uh, because we definitely are super focused and obsessed in, in the fact that our solutions or anything that we comes to our mind uh, can be sustainable in time. And for that sustainability in time, um, you definitely need social, you know that it's a, that it covers a need, uh, that it um, has an environmental perspective, but it, that it needs to have an economical um, pillar. So that then that means a business. That means business. No, that means a business plan to really like engage with the future. Mm. So that's what we do. Uh, basically, we we work with uh, universities, we work with uh, companies, and we work with people so that they can build teams to create solutions and and our framework is is the framework to learn from all of that and i've become a businesswoman and and i've always been an activist so so right now i talk about money so it's time i'm really um I'm really proud of because mm -hmm. it's never been my language uh, in the past um but it's not my obsession 
Right. That is interesting. You mentioned something about um, sustainability. And what I see now, especially in Finland, because there's a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs, and you know, there's, there is this millennial generation coming up, which is far more uh, critical towards the old generation in terms of what they are doing, you know, in terms of the, the, the sustainability, the, the, uh, the, the green economy, and all of these ecological uh, concerns that they have. And I see there is this discrepancy between them and their expectations versus the old generation and their expectations and the way they are doing business. I don't know what, what all means exactly, mm. so, because for those millennials, we are old also. So, um, <laughs> and, I, so, and I'm not, uh, and I'm not in that. I, th I think I'm as an old, as, no, as, a, as a four year old woman, uh, I don't feel that I am part of that mentality that it's, that, you know, that people claim that we have. Um, mm. I think we have a sensitivity towards sustainability, our generation, maybe older ones, maybe, maybe less, uh, but I think we do have it. And, and we are the seed for those millennials uh, in a way. That's my first um, claim. Mm. <laughs> Second claim is I think, um, the message before i think the seed was before us even you know so the sustainability has been there for a long time the theory about it like the the, the so the roots of that has been there for a long time i think it's a matter of engagement uh, okay. you know, and, and 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 for that yes like the generations of the millennials have engaged with the term uh and have integrated the term I don't know if it's naturally, but they, yes, they own that term and they they want to integrate it in their lives and it's part of their values and their principles, I would say. What is really interesting to see, I think, as, as a person that I, I'm surrounded by millennials, like that's what I do, my community is full of like 20 year olds. And I think it's super interesting to see like then whenever they come to real life and they come to business and they go to, to, to be, you know, to their jobs, uh, it's really difficult for them to integrate their values uh, as it is for us. So I think, yes, they've consumed the sustainable revolution through Instagram. Mm. And I think they've been consumers of the message that I think we've sent mm. uh, in a way and they integrate it and they know, but the struggle is the same as we all have. And the same as they had before our generations and the ones that we have us that we, we so it's the fact that the business um is really difficult to manage whenever you come when whenever you have the only indicator that you measure is the money so um and, then, and that's it i think like the big paradigm it's that so until we don't um we don't work on that on how can we measure differently business um the millennials even though they're super super aware and super sensitive about it and super critics about it they will have the same struggles that we do whenever they come whenever they are in the front line like really managing the boat and so i think we all have to do the work in that sense mm. I agree. I agree with you. Money, money should never be 
a goal. It's just, it is just a, an, end, an end result. And so in your own business, what success indicators do you use? Learning. Basically, I mean, it's implied in our core business in a way and it's implied in our values and philosophy. What we do is create um, a learning platform and a learning community and a learning program. And so, so uh, that's a business. Like we facilitate learning and we we facilitate learning in companies. So what we do in that sense is uh, we are responsible of how much people learn of those companies. Whenever people tell us, it's like, okay, so what are the video, the success of the startups that you have uh, at Team Labs and at Mondragon Team Academy? And what is the investment that you provoke? And what is the invoice? And, blah, blah, blah. and all those indicator terms, we do have them. No, but in a sense, we're not responsible of those. We're not responsible of the success. Uh, an accelerator would have um, an indicator of success of the, the investment rate, not the, um, the death of the startups after X years. Um, for us, like we're responsible of the learning that, that happens. So maybe like amazing failures of startups that we have are incredible success for us because there's been like so much learning. Same in like within our business as a core business, like as a big as a team, I think, and it's super difficult um, to to manage those indicators, no? Because as I okay, we we measure learning. What does that mean? So, so we 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 measure comp skills. We measure like evidences of learning, evidences of growth, um, and that's what. And, and we're really learning on how to do it because it's super difficult to like to create transformation indicators no because mm. we're not just like we're how i've been transformed as a 10 years i've been an entrepreneur like how can you measure that exactly because i could tell you like specific stories but so um as a company we we also focus on learning and and i was just like right now like coming from uh from one of the boards and and we were talking about this like uh, as a learning organization how can you measure the the investment on innovation uh, and then the investment on on that learning and the investment of creating a new knowledge together but basically uh, that, that's what that's our focus but we're learning on how to measure that mm -hmm. i would like to go back to um lay-in uh, leadership entrepreneurship and innovation uh, program because it's it's a bit special in the way it is structured. Can you can you tell us a little bit uh, how you have structured the, the, the program and how, how it works? Okay, so the program comes from Finland. So thank you. Uh, it comes <laughs> from the the um, the applied science of Uvascula, the center of applied science in Uvascula, and. Uh, and a, a marketing professor and a team right now is Johannes Partanen and Hannah Walden. That they are like Johannes was the marketing professor, and Hannah right now works as one of the founders of Team Academia. And, and she was one of the first um, teampreneurs uh, of that uh, team. So we, we inherit that methodology. Um, we put it into the Spanish um, education system through Mondragon um, University. 
and and we as team that's partnered with them so the, the story that i said i told before um so the lane program is an official university degree is four year it goes into the plan of bologna um so it's an official degree in which like what you do is and it's within the faculty of business and what you do is to create a company uh in the first 15 days you create a company and the company becomes your learning tool for four years. So everything is based on learning by doing, um, meaning you have a company. So we don't teach entrepreneurship. We guide, we guide and facilitate and, and, and accompany you know, so, um, uh, entrepreneurship. Um, and, then, and then like on the 13, 15 first days, you, you give them a team and that team is their tool to learn um, leadership. Mm. That team needs to create a company, and the company is their tool to to learn how entrepreneurship. And that company needs to create projects along four years. So those the projects will be the tools to to learn how to innovate. And that's a, it's as simple and, as, and, and complicated as that. So that you have a team for four years, that you have a company for four years, and you need to manage. And on that path, what we do as their academic framework is that the academic framework needs to shift into uh, an experimentation framework in which they need to experiment a lot. So that's why we always say labs because there's a lot of experimenting mm -hmm. and we, and we create landmarks in which like they need to like have some indicators, um, accomplished. So, and then we, we design that path and we monitor that path so that they accomplish specific indicators, knowing that in the, if they accomplish those specific indicators, we do, we would have trained specific skills entrepreneurship skills so in a way not everybody that uh, end up the the lane uh, program actually can can end up being an entrepreneur uh, mm -hmm. and, and create their startups uh, we use entrepreneurship as as a tool to train the skills the 21st century skills because yes we we understand that that and basically the the biggest skill is um the 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 capacity of learning mm. because whenever you're 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 an entrepreneur you're obsessed uh, with creating something and in that obsession of creating something you you find your way to teach yourself to train yourself and to find the people around um that have those capacities of those skills no so it's like you basically are really aware of your own capacities and where are the capacities around so that's like that's how we train so entrepreneurship is for us is a tool for everybody to be aware of their learning capacities and the and the capacities and the surrounding and the opportunities around to work with them um, that's very interesting you so you mentioned capacity of learning as one of the top skills for the 21st skills. century what are, what, are the, what are the other skills? The, the other day, I, I don't know, I cannot quote him because I don't remember his name, but I remember some, um, somebody in a lecture the other day saying there's three of them that are more super important right now. One is definitely the capacity of learning and adapting. So meaning that 
learning in terms of adaptation and in terms of like dealing with this uh, huge uncertainty that right now is so explicit um, Mm. and is global. Uh, And the other thing is like the uh, critical sense, so to be critical. Uh, and in that sense, like there's a lot of fake news. There's a lot of like misinformation. There's tons of people doing like creating content right now. Like really like the, to be like to create uh, the all everything that is around us. Now the information around us is going to be one and really important skill. Like we don't know what podcast to listen. No, like mm. is this going to be good or is this Mine, not going to be? <laughs> yes, yours of course. No? But, uh, but that's uh, that's some that's something that there's so much people right now doing webinars. Like our millennials are doing webinars of market mm. uh, or digital marketing, and they've done that for two years, not twenty five years. No, and uh, is that good? Is that not good? Is it not good because they've only have like two years of experience? Or is this worth it? to listen to that no so that like uh critic spirit it was it's always been important uh but right now it's even more important like to teach yourself to go through everything and the other thing that i was really impressed by is care Hmm. the third thing is like an entrepreneur's know the we don't talk that much about this like care so we need to know how to take care of ourselves uh and others and as an entrepreneur we know how how hard we work Mm. and 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 i don't know if you've had that journey but like for me it's been like a full learning experience to know how to treat myself better uh, in that obsession of creating a business so and the same thing like whenever like the team grow like how you care about like the team so that the, the so you you need to create a a care structure for the business again to be sustainable um and right now for example is it's so explicit again uh, with this pandemic situation in which like there's no conversation that you that you start like right now professionally even business that you don't start saying like how are you Mm-hmm. And looking at um, the person in the eyes, it's like, hey, you start a meeting and you say, hey, h- how are you? Mm-hmm. So, um, and there's a must right now of saying that. So, no, so I think, and that's, I think that's going to stay. And and it was important before, but I think right now it's even more, much more. Um, and that brings like the, everything that, that I believe on, no? that is, is the humans as a technology and the, no, like how can we really like create us out or, or we have a lot of science now that are working on that on like how humans work, but right? we yeah. really need to, to think about that much more. Yeah. No, I completely, completely agree with you. And I see that with other entrepreneurs I interview throughout this podcast, everybody, and you said it at the beginning of the interview, you talk about people, everybody, every interview entrepreneurs I've been talking to, they all talk about the importance of people and caring and caring about that. But, when you say caring is like, I think what is new now, it's like genuinely caring. There's a difference between pretending you care and actually caring about people. There's, there's a, not a lot of educational programs focusing on entrepreneurship. Why, what do you think is that? 
Well, right now I'm I'm in the middle of that, so I feel that there's tons of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think there's a, there's a lot, and it's been more fashionable right now. No, it's mm. more super sexy. The term is sexy. Uh, I don't know. No, um, there's a full um, imaginary you know of, of entrepreneurs right now that is much the millennials. For me, like entrepreneurs was a term that I was not interested not I, I still I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm interested because this is what I do but uh, I, I mean it's not something super fancy for me there's a lot it's it's getting more uh it's more trendy more fashionable for millennials to talk about this there's a lot about freedom there's a lot of uh, people talking about this you know on Instagram and it's up again about like how you build your own life and and, and and I think entrepreneurship has that trend of talking of lifestyle, you know, and, and being free and being a nomad and being mm. all those things. So, um, so I think there's a trend. And I think there is there are programs that talk about entrepreneurship. Um, and they are better and worse. Uh, for me, I'm super critical on the ones that are taught. Uh, I think entrepreneurship cannot be taught. And you need to live through it, you know. And I hate those books of like the ten steps through to success, you no, know? and all those things. I, I I guess they need to be there, and it's fine. Um, but I'm not. I'm really critical of those. Um, and I think that's and, and they're really helpful for some people that really want to do entrepreneurship and need to follow a path. Uh, for business made difference, so I don't, mm. I don't really like them, uh, and I like less, even less, uh, people who teach entrepreneurship without have having gone through that path of entrepreneurship themselves. Uh, and I think there's still a lot of that. Um, so I focus in general in team labs. It's like really uh, create a system of learning that is about practitioners. Mm. So that practitioners can can guide, can talk, can inspire, can teach in, in some ways. But there's need a lot of we need to diversify a lot uh, the learning process uh, and not thinking about teaching only mm -hmm. in one way. Uh, so entrepreneurship needs to be taught through a lot of diverse things and processes, and mm -hmm. that needs to be surrounded by practitioners. And what about you and your own? entrepreneurship uh, journey what key lessons have you learned uh, for me like people have always been like what my track my engine my traction i think i would have never jumped into creating uh, two companies without my partners um so i think like be surrounded by the key people uh is super important on that sense there's a way that um, finding those key persons you need to have patience uh and you need to start doing what you really want to do to, in order to find those key persons no? uh, um this finding whenever you have an idea and it's your idea uh and like oh i need to find a team to do that idea then you start to talk about equity and 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 skills that you need to create your idea and then the alignment and the purpose for that is super difficult mm. and and you can do it and it's fine and there's a lot of conversation that happens there and there's a lot of 
love, it's like a love story in a way, no? to create like a big, a strong core of partners. It's like a love story, a, a lot of conversation, a lot of looking each other in the eyes and, and that. So like there's a lot of entrepreneurs and then a lot of ideas and projects out there that are trying to find a team. For that, my key lesson in that is like have patience and keep doing what you're doing and and the key people by doing what you do you will find the key people that want to jump in uh, in the tool and and the other key maybe the the key lesson and i'm improvising in a way they don't have it so it's a uh, don't fall in love with it with the idea uh like share like uh, the idea whenever it comes to your whenever it's already in paper it's not yours anymore and like to have a common uh understanding and and to be generous in that sense uh, and and to not think that it's yours and that you have a say more than others. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's super important. Like the, the, the construction of the project collectively uh, to find a common purpose for everybody to jump and in a way to, so that that's sustainable. So, so it's not like to be generous because like you're, no, you're an amazing person. Mm. No, so, so, so if you want to talk about business, so it's like you need to do that for the business. So for that to be, for the business to be sustainable. Other ways like you would always have, there's no foundations or there's no pillars of the business. And that's super difficult for that to say. Hmm. So what are the... Yeah, challenges you see through maybe through your own journey, but also through the um, students that you supervise and their own journey. I think this uncertainty it's is incredibly important right now, mm. and it's and the virus has put us everything in the same screen, and and it's it it has freezed the world in a way. Uh, so I think um, how to management in 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 those environments uh, environment of uncertainty is going to be super important and this is a challenge like how can we plan what needs to be done or how can we create a strategy whenever like we have information from week to week at mm -hmm. least in spain so um so that's that's one thing that's a big challenge that we are facing um in that sense like leadership uh, is a term that maybe we use it a lot in entrepreneurship and in business more, more and more but it's like you talk to other disciplines and they don't talk that much about leadership and self-leadership in that sense and I think leadership has been a big thing right now in this uh, situation and for business no and like how can you bring clarity how can you communicate how can you feel uh, have a vision for your business, no, and have a vision for your team. Uh, what does it take I to be a good leader? To care <laughs> about no. it. So, Coming back to what so, you were saying earlier. No, no, we need to care about uh, about being a good leader in a way. So right. there's a lot of leaders who don't, who don't care about being a good leader, and they have the hashtag, and they have the position, and they have the LinkedIn, uh, no. Um, profession and, mm. and that's and, and and then that's it and then they do uh, so i think like you you need to embrace the term in a way uh first um and then create an awareness of your own self and then was build the, the skills for of a leader you no know? the, the the communication the strategy the vision you know, 
also knowing your own um, imperfection, you know, there's this, um, Rene Brown talks a lot about vulnerability of leaders and, and, and that's also a skill that right now we've been talking, we're talking about. Um, I, I, I don't know, but I think like uh, you, you need to have a strong mission on why you want to become a leader and why others need to follow you to do something. Uh, for me, like a leader is a person that works more and not going forward, like being working more, uh, being an example of, of uh, I, I hear, you know, like working more as a tool for empathy mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, then I think you can relate to the people who are being there and relate to their problems and and really help them. You know? and so I think a leader needs to facilitate uh, and be visible mm-hmm. but available. All right. I like it. I'm going to use it. <laughs> Looking back at everything you have achieved, what would you do differently if there is anything? There's a way of self-esteem, I think. Um, I think um, trusting more on what I had in the moment that I was, like really like that everything that, if you wanna do something, and it's super easy to say, but, but like it's, if you wanna do something, you just look at your, your motivation and, and think that everything that you have is enough for doing it and not being like obsessed on the hashtags or the, or other, am I, am I in the right position? Am I in the right discipline? I've been an architect, I've been an architect and I've done architecture and I was a designer and, and I was a social activist in a way like doing, doing work in neighborhoods. And, and then suddenly like going into the business realm talking about marketing that I hate and all those like those things. Uh, it was like, I'm not in my habitat no? and mm-hmm. I'm not, I did a study for this and no, and I've, and I've been a good student no? and I, and I really liked architecture and the designer world and the intellectual world that comes in into that. And suddenly talking the business language and so, yeah, it was, it was difficult to see myself in that new uh, habit, and yeah, I think that's I think that was, that's the worst mistake. No, no, thinking that you're never good enough, uh, and that's why also for me, learning has been my is, is my my biggest my biggest claim because learning has has taken me anywhere and, and and allows me to go anywhere, and knowing that I'm gonna learn in the process helps me be much more fearless and courageous and. And knowing that I'm going to be with a team doing that because mm. we're invisible. Yeah, I can totally relate to what you're talking about, self-esteem. What's your big dream for your business? My dream is not getting tired about doing what we're doing right now. That is creating uh, this learning, new learning ecosystem for people to learn and, and be free and, mm. and feel free and feel capable. And uh, that, that's, what I, that, that's what I love. That's my mission. That's what I want to do. And that's what I enjoy doing. Mm. And, uh, that's what relates to who I am like deeply. And, and that's it. Uh, I want people to be free and capable. And for that, like, I want to create spaces and environments for learning to do so. Mm-hmm. 
so I really would love that Team Labs is like our mission is to make the world a radical learning lab to tackle the big fucking problems of the unknown society. That's mm-hmm. what our mission is, and that's that's my mission to make the world a radical learning lab to tackle the big fucking problems <laughs> in the unknown society. Yeah. All right. Well, we talk a lot about we talk uh, about different things: learning, obviously, leadership care but if you had one recommendation to give to entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs out there what would it be it's not gonna be easy assume it <laughs> okay <laughs> that's it that's how i think like whenever like people go into like oh my god i suffer yeah like well you know no you're here because you want it no so that's it I need, I need to remind myself that sometimes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Assume it. No, it's never going to be easy. No. Yeah. It's very true. And if it was, people would be entrepreneurs everywhere. And it's not going to be easy. Just uh, like stop like complaining or being a victim, even though it's just like the victimism is only with your pillow. I, I, there's a lot of that complaining mm. in, inside us. And there's a lot of seconds that we, we spend with ourselves as entrepreneurs no mm. it's not going to be easy but it doesn't need to be all right well i've really enjoyed our conversation uh, but unfortunately we have uh, to cut it now uh, how can people contact you through linkedin berta lazaro i'm not super i'm not there every day uh, but i i always always respond to people excellent well thank you very much berta for your time you're very welcome And uh, thank you all for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback about today's interview. So if you have any questions for my guest or for myself, or if you'd like to be a guest yourself, send an email to contact at lawnotan.com or reach out on on LinkedIn. See you next time. Bye-bye.